0: Welcome back to Our Soul, a podcast by Faith Choice Ohio, Ohio's faith voice for choice. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Our Soul. Um, Today, I am here and Terry is on vacation. Terry, I hope you're having a great time on vacation. And here with me today is Elena, our lovely executive director here at Faith Choice Ohio. Hi, Elena. Hi, Kelly. Um, well, this is the beginning of the year. I feel like this has been happening like almost every year now <laughs> that we have you on at the beginning of the year, um, and Terry is out on vacation. That's just when he takes his vacations, but um really happy it's to have you. It's a fun tradition. <laughs> it is a you, fun tradition. I love
1: joining you. Uh, Terry's, we're always envious of Terry, <laughs> but and all his lovely you tricks. and I hold down the fort here. It's just been... It's good. It's always good to be back.
0: Yeah. Well, um, it's the beginning of a new year, as as was probably the last time we were here. And um, I know that we've been talking about vision boarding. We talked about New Year's resolutions on our last podcast. And then um, uh, we had our community meeting where we got to talk about our visions for the year. And, um, you know, giving ourselves grace <laughs> with the beginning of the year. Um, Especially with how cold it is outside, it does not feel like the time for new beginnings, but we uh, move forward anyway. Um, But I, you know, since you're here and I love to hear from you and hear um, about your ideas and thoughts, I would love to hear about what you see for 2024, despite the fact that who knows what it'll be like.
1: Despite the fact that it's freezing.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that you said... It doesn't feel like a time for new beginnings because I'm with you. I think, I think about resolutions or intentions um, in terms of like a theme. And so mm-hmm. I think for myself, but also for Faith Choice Ohio, the work that we do, the theme that I'm really focused on this year is s- sustenance, sustaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we do. It's not about new beginnings per se. Mm-hmm. It really is just deepening uh, the incredible and important Faith and Repro work that is so necessary. And I, I say that because, you know, we are coming off of a big, monumental, historic win in the fall where we were able to pass a ballot measure to enshrine our reproductive rights and abortion access in our state constitution. Huge. We've been working on that for years to get to a place where we can bring people along and they can vote for um, mm-hmm. their bodily autonomy. It was it was beautiful, beautiful win. And now you know you've got to come off the mountaintop at some point, and and yet the work really it just it's just now beginning. It continues and it's just beginning. It's a, a bit of a both, and so I want to sustain that. For us, but also for um, the people that we serve, uh, all the, you know, the clients and the abortion seekers, but also the activists, uh, the congregations mm-hmm. of faith communities that we work with. And that, I think, is just really important for us to just, again, um, it's one thing to win. It's another to continue holding the line, uh, reminding people that, People always, no matter what, will need abortion access. And we've seen that, um, you know, again, the sustaining of the Jubilee Fund, the work that we do to provide practical support for abortion seekers. We are starting this off this new year with lots of requests for that kind of support, whether it be transportation, hotel stays, to help people get to their appointments. And uh, that is part of, again, sustaining this because, even though we have a, a bit more security behind us in terms of abortion access there are still folks who even though we have you know the legal right to abortion up to about 22 weeks here in Ohio for some folks that's not enough and they have to travel out of state for later abortions and so that's the kind of work that we're sustaining and i think we're also sustaining the ways that people can continue to cultivate their their faith in action for reproductive freedom and i'm excited about our abortion care package program which we're it's going to be a primary focus for us this year already we've got folks who are lined up um signing up to our interest form and saying, hey i want my faith community i want my group to be a part of this to, to have an assembly event and create care packages for abortion seekers so we're Really sustaining that as well as, um, you know, the ongoing education, the culture changes that needs to happen mm-hmm. in, in our communities. And so you'll hear more about it hopefully down the line from the person who created it uh, Samantha is our program coordinator and she developed an abortion 101 curriculum that's a four-week study just for faith communities that we'll be rolling out to all of our Jubilee fund partners and such so that again is just going to be a core part of sustaining people's activism and their their faithful support of this work so that's what I envisioned for the year knowing that um, our uh, oppositions also <laughs> sustaining their shenanigans, but we we meet that with grit and with grace, with compassion and care, and I know we're we're up for the challenge. Yeah, yeah. When you when you
0: said, uh, you have to come down from the mountaintop sometime." Gosh, I had a throwback to like when I used to be a pastor, and uh, I talked about like uh, epiphany. <laughs> um and having to (laughs) come i think it was epiphany uh and having to come down from the mountain having this like deeply religious uh experience being all like very engrossed in the moment and then walking away from that and like what does it look like to to continue on after and uh when you were talking i was thinking about um i like to hike and um hiking uh with elevation changes uh can be difficult uh, and I think like a lot of people think like oh the going up is the hardest part and the going up is very hard but you know what you really feel <laughs> when you're hiking going down my hamstrings man it's difficult and I think like you know thinking about coming off of um, you know a really amazing win with issue one and being able to like see the people come out to vote seeing people like you know we always talked about like a majority of Ohioans want uh, abortion access and we got to finally see that but then like coming down from that I think internally it can feel a lot like uh the people are focused on other areas and there are like a lot of like really big things that are going on I mean we have um the recent attack Um, In Ohio, on trans folks, we have the continuous, uh, like, war that's been going on in um, Palestine. And, like, all of these things are kind of, like, fighting for people's attention. And now that we've had that mountaintop moment and we're coming down, it can be, I think, difficult to remind people that, like, we do have to work on sustaining and we do have to work to, like, keep our pace. Um, We can't just, like, rush up. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking about, like, hiking a a lot of um I've been over the last couple years doing a lot of like gym training specifically so I can go hiking and the main thing has been about like building endurance and being able to make it through the whole thing and like do longer longer hikes because that's what I want to do I want to see more nature um and I think part of hiking is not sometimes uh my husband tries to make me uh, keep like a 20 minute mile f- pace which is kind of fast <laughs> uh, but sometimes you have to go slower to be able to make it the whole way and I think like um, one thing that I know has been like a worry as somebody who like has been I'm, I'm in the repro space both here and at if when how but like this concern about like as we do have those wins like what does it look like to keep people involved and i'm, I'm glad that like in this moment we're having those abortion care packages and we're having this training because i do think like beyond having the big win um and having like this institutionalized uh right to abortion like you know as you were talking about there are people who need abortions after um the time period the 22 weeks um and there are also like abortions still cost money and we still have the issue of like not being covered by insurance and even if it was covered by insurance i mean like our healthcare system is all messed up so like what it, it goes beyond just having the right to abortion and goes into like how do we you know i think sustainable i think of uh the uh sister song definition of reproductive justice which is like the right to have children to not have children and to main or to oh my gosh why am i forgetting the word <laughs> and to i think it's like care for the children we have in safe and s- sustainable communities i'm gonna look that up that's it Nice. It's been a while since I've uh, referenced that. I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast have heard me and Terry recite that definition many times. But, you know, um, I think like a lot of people can forget that like abortions still cost money. We do have the right to them, but they still cost money and they're still, you know, uh, even like there's the cost for people who have to go out of state uh there's also a cost for people who need to take time off work who need to um get child care for their children while they're you know uh either at the doctor or you know dealing with the the physical effects um and you know th- these are kind of these are things that we cover in our sma trainings um when we talk about why would a person consider a um self-managed abortion and part of that is Uh, you know, all of the other money restraints and time restraints that go into, uh, you know, taking care of themselves. So, yeah, that was like (laughs) a whole thing um, about like, you know, the sustainability and how I think I really think that the after after the mountaintop moment can be kind of more difficult than people might think. Um, And, you know, that's not even considering the fact that this is an election year and that the the opposition do be wild. <laughs> they do be out here wildin. Um yeah.
1: They they sure do. And oh, I love your metaphors. You're always the best. <laughs> You're hiking. I'm with you. This 20-minute mile thing is a, it's a bit much. Yeah. Um I think a lot about switchbacks. Yeah. When you're hiking and you feel like I'm making progress, but then you got to like switch back a little bit. You loop back a tiny bit and it feels like, wait, 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 are we actually making any kind of progress? Because I feel like I'm backtracking, but you got to in order to move forward to navigate systems and barriers um, and that is exactly it. When you, when you're done with a major, uh, victory like that, we have to remain vigilant. We have to sustain these efforts because that's what, you know, those who are not supportive of abortion access, who want to strip us of our bodily autonomy, they are sustaining that. And so I think about like, even Ohio already, right? Like we're, less what 2 weeks in to this new year and already the general assembly in ohio has issued a bill that would give them the right to implement the the ballot measure we just passed for abortion access and reproductive freedom so and we've got the people who are the ones who want all the abortion bans. We have a conservative supermajority legislature. And now they want, just because they lost, that the people have spoken, says again that, yes, abortion is important to the people of Ohio and all across the U.S. And now they want to be able to, once again, control how that gets implemented. And that's what we got to do. We got to continue to stand up to those that kind of shenanigans because they do they continue <laughs> to just show themselves and uh we we've got to be able to to step up in to those you know those switchbacks uh, back and forth of just just when you think you're making progress um, the opposition is really going to try to undermine that at every step and so i'm with you hikes are (laughs) a beautiful thing but you you gotta go slow and you gotta be able to sustain it or else um you'd be like me and you just want to sit on the side of the road and just give up
0: (laughs) i mean it can be tempting to also stay at the mountain top and just chill there but like uh you know again like i was saying there are even even with the wind even if like there was no attacks. Let's say everything was perfect and everything everybody just accepted that this is the world we live in, um and didn't try to bend the rules to their own favor. Um, there would still be like the people who, uh, you know, can't afford an abortion or the people who you know are because we've always said like row is the floor, um and so like, there are still the people who rose the floor and they still need support and they need you know, that practical support and need, um, you know, that kind of child care, all that stuff that I was talking about before. Um, and it's kind of like, I think uh, if we, I'm thinking of the win in November as the mountaintop, but if we were thinking of it as a tug of war and we won the tug of war, right after the tug of war is over, you know what the winners do? They drop the rope. And what, we, we need to not drop the rope because we, the, the tug of war is actually never over. And that also sucks because we have to you know continue fighting when we shouldn't have to fight at all and we want to move on to the bigger and better of things of getting people you know affordable health care or you know i think about the dream that terry has where we have like a spa where people can go get their abortions and have their self-care and just like have all their needs cared for and we want to get to that world but you know The our super majority Republican led Ohio uh uh state house, like, is just fighting us tooth and nail. Um, and you know, if we if we could just (laughs) it'd be great if we could just like not do that. (laughs) The whole reason we had to have a ballot measure in the first place was that um, they were fighting us and you know, tried to play dirty by changing the ballot language and doing all of that. So, why would we hand? Why would we hand them the keys when we had to fight so hard to get the car anyway? Um, Yeah. And like, it's also hard, you know, I think this goal of sustainability and like building off of the stability is also good because, you know, things are happening not only in Ohio, but also like nationally, you know, Um, I was just talking today about how uh, later this year, there'll be the case on, Miffy Pristone and whether or not the FDA should have approved it. And, you know, uh, also there was another case that you were telling me about. If you want to, if you want to talk about the other, the, the Supreme court is coming for us. Um,
1: and I would love to hear it. Ugh, the Supreme court. Yes. M-tala. Yes. They are in charge of all these big decisions that again will impact access. Uh, so the other big case that they're weighing in on, uh, is Tala acronym stands for Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, which (laughs) essentially it is um, questioning whether these federally funded hospitals are prohibited from uh, providing life-saving care to someone who, hey, is is having um, really challenging pregnancy outcomes. And just even the fact that this is a question that we're going to tie the hands of hospitals and not allow them to provide care when a pregnant person is, you know, experiencing septic shock or, you know, something else that can go wrong because pregnancies, you know, are, are very challenging as well. And so uh, yeah, again, there's just they're always trying to come up with different ways to attack Abortion access and control people's pregnancies and bodily autonomy. And so that's one of those really important cases just because already we know that so much of abortion care is already sidelined and sent to abortion clinics, which continue to undergo attacks. But then you've got hospitals who will provide care when it is a life saving measure. And yet now we're even trying to prohibit that, um, or at least the opposition is trying to. And so it's just another another way to undermine people's um, safe pregnancies. And so, yeah, we're tracking that just because, like you said, there's um, stuff happening in the states, but all of that will impact Ohioans, but impact all of our neighbors, Um you know, to, to undermine hospital access, um, if you pristone, which impacts self-managed abortion care. All of that um, continues to make pregnancy more risky and increases um, maternal health and mortality. And so all of it matters, regardless of whether it's our state house doing it or another or the Supreme Court. Um, you know, like we're, we're all connected in those ways. And so... That's the terrible stuff, right? It's the push and pull. And then I think about, you know, we pull, we push towards what is working. And these ballot measures all across the country have been a winning strategy to get abortion access, um, you know, codified in a ballot measure. And so we got Florida just now got their million signatures to get on the ballot. And you've got about a dozen other states that are going to be going to the ballot this year. On a big presidential election, which, again, is going to be, unfortunately, a big political football for all the presidential candidates. But, anyways, all that will continue to, I think, sustain people's energy. They will go out to vote. And as much as I love that for an election year, again, we got to be fighting this um, in every season. Not this big presidential elections and such. Because Ohio... Right? Like, we were the only state that went to the ballot um, last year, a so called off election year. A lot of buzz, a lot of energy around that. And now we're seeing that switch back. Uh, we've got a lot of folks who, again, are just like, okay, the fight's over in Ohio, the giving is down, the activism is down. And you're right, there are tons of important things to be focusing on. Like trans youth, making sure that they're protected, um, calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. All of that is absolutely essential. And (laughs) we've got to be able to multitask and hold it all because that's our opposition counts on us. Just being laser focused on one thing and then dropping the rope, and moving on. And I think, honestly, as a progressive, that's what's really frustrating about some of... um, When I think about the politics of it all, like, um, our side's not really good at, like, keeping our eye on the ball, right? Like, they... We tend to have a victory, a win, and then walk away, and then it cycles back, and then we we wring our hands like, "How did this happen?" And it's because we we don't play that long term game. We don't have a fifty year plan, like unfortunately our opposition has. And so again, we gotta be thinking, awesome, twelve states, we gotta get abortion Um, codified in those states. We've got to protect some, if you pristone and hospitals being able to provide life-saving care and we got to continue doing that regardless of <laughs> what is happening around the world beyond repro like i i know i know it's a lot to hold <laughs> i say that cuz yeah i know we've been we've been in the thick of it the hike the journey has been long yeah. but mm-hmm. woo, we got to we got to keep up with it cuz yeah. again that sustaining it is the only way we win and get free together <laughs> yeah and to go back to this high kick metaphor
0: <laughs> um you know it it's hard also like i i feel like the the wanting to enjoy a win and to like live in it like i think um when you were talking about florida um and you know uh, how a bunch of other states are going to be going for a, uh, a ballot measure uh i i thought about like you know i guess if ohio can do it in an off year then Florida can do it during a presidential presidential election. Well, or at least, you yeah. know, you can try. <laughs> at the very least, you can try. And um, I uh, am glad that there's that hope there. But also, it's just like so hard to not want to stay at the mountaintop or to be able to put down the, you know, rope if we're playing tug of war. Uh, when for so long, the opposition has been using this game of like switch tactics and like move to a different area that all these people also care about and it's like uh you know similar to i like i was saying i've I've been going to the gym for two years so or not two years like a year and a half um (laughs) so that i can hike and still like the the best that i've been able to do is like a, a seven mile hike um with like 700 feet of elevation gain which is great but then also you have, like, the people who do 14ers and are hiking actual mountains. And so it can feel like uh, I can't rest because I need to keep up with them. Um, and and that feels unsustainable. So, like, trying to figure out this way of, like, how do, how do we, uh, you know, build up our endurance and also not burn ourselves out? How do we, you know, even, you know, deal with those switchbacks? deal with the the push and pull of like having a big win and then having an attack um and still like move forward for the people who like again row is the floor and we need need to have support you know I mean like we have to show up for them <laughs> and I think like learning that endurance is really important.
1: Mm, yes yeah, I love this idea that yeah my mountain may not be your mountain Mm -hmm. um you know we're all on different journeys I do think you know like we have different roles to play in movement building Mm -hmm. and sustaining uh this kind of work and I think part of it is yeah being able to find your what is your trick what is your you know what's your goal What's your mm-hmm. mountain you want to achieve and then go go with community because the fact that you're part of a gym that you hike with your husband and such yeah. like that's why you've been able to do this and <laughs> yeah. continue to get to higher elevations and so forth. and I think about that's core to the work that we do at Fe Choice Ohio, right like mm-hmm. yeah, we we care about what's happening legislatively electorally and the ways that we're going to be able to sustain that is through community. And a lot of, you know, the the communities that we work with are faith communities. And so they're very faith rooted, spirit filled communities that come together and say, hey, I'm going to create an abortion care package but I'm not going to do it by myself. (laughs) We can create a lot more to be able to show compassion and joy to abortion seekers. But we're going to bring people along to do that. Mm-hmm. And same thing with um, the abortion one-on-one curriculum I mentioned that is done, you know, it's not just self-led. You, you, <laughs> you study it on your own for four weeks because that's not a lot of fun. Uh, you actually do it like, you um, know, it's happening. Like Samantha did it in her church which is a Christian church. And so it was very much like a four week Bible study of sorts. Um, and they go into religion and reproductive justice and, also, you know, like abortion bans and so on. But they do that together and they learn from each other. And I think that's, you know, one of the goals that they had is just to do that. They did that right after their They're like, OK, we want to learn. We want to grow together. And that was their mountain. And they tackled that together. And because of that, her same church will we'll drop in the show notes all of the story. She's written about it because of that one journey they decided to take the next best step. And for them, that was, okay, we're going to hold an abortion care package assembly event. (laughs) And they were able to create 200 care packages in another two hours. And, you know, so I just think so much of this is, again, not comparing ourselves to what people are doing, Mm -hmm. how you sustain the work is find your own community, your goal that you want to set and, do it and then take the next best step and we're here for you like we have just so many things that people can be plugged into so many ways that they can serve through the Jubilee Fund as a volunteer (laughs) ah gosh um we've got clergy for choice for all of our faith leaders we got patients advocates for those who are abortion seekers i'm sorry abortion patients who then want to um become advocates in this yeah. work so there's just a little bit of, of something for everyone depending on where you are at in your hike your journey yeah. and uh, yeah i think that's that's how you mitigate burnout that's how you're mm-hmm. able to sustain this or at least that's how i found <laughs> i'm able to do this you know 6 years in is i don't do it alone we do it as a team we do this with partners mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's the only way you go forward <laughs>
0: yeah i i think you're definitely right about the community and and i think like uh even in this moment of like going down a switchback it's not like the time to to let go of the rope (laughs) i'm mixing metaphors here but uh you know but a time to find that community take the next best step that's like possible for you and then move forward sustainably um but yeah we're uh, out of time it's been great talking with you Elena. um and yeah that that is it. Welcome to 2024 and we'll be, we'll be back soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Our Soul. If you'd like to hear more of our conversations on religion, abortion access, and all things repro, you can find all our episodes on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. For more content, training, and other information, check us out at faithchoiceohio.org.